Welcome back to the Karma of It All, where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through and healing from toxic, karmic, and traumatic relationship situations. I, of course, am your host, Miss Complexity, and we are getting into today's subject. Come join me. Welcome back. This is Miss Complexity, fam. And today we are going to be talking about five tips weekly. Five tips to surviving disability in a relationship. Tip number one is going to be real quick and smooth. (laughs) Okay, so tip number one. Open communication is most important when it comes to a relationship with people with disabilities. You should foster open and honest communication about the impact of the disability on daily life, emotions, and needs. Discuss challenges, aspirations, and concerns that allow both partners to understand each other better. Regularly check in on each other's feelings and experiences to maintain a strong emotional connection. And this is not something that you should just do because you're disabled or in a disabled relationship. This is something that you guys should utilize in a regular relationship. Okay? Tip number two, be adaptable and flexible. Recognize that circumstances may come and they may consider changes. Ooh, one, one, one on the clock. So um, circumstances may come and challenge you guys and the flexibility of the relationship. Learn how to adapt to new challenges together, whether they involve changes in physical abilities, health conditions, or daily routine. Being flexible and adaptable as a team can help you navigate unforeseen circumstances and maintain a strong partnership. Now, everybody should know by now I have sickle cell anemia. If they don't, then now you do. So um, this is guy that I was, my first love, he said this twice to me. One way back in high school, he was like, we get together, you know, we're going to move somewhere wonderful, and we're going to move near to the hospital so that you'll be okay, you know, because he knew I had sickle cell. 20, 30, 40 years later, <laughs> we hook up again, and he's like, you know, we're going to move somewhere near a hospital to make sure you're okay, you know? And I, I was just like, wow, because nobody ever said that crap to me. Nobody cared if we moved next to a hospital or not. Nobody cared about the fact that if I got sick, I got sick. They were just hoping and praying I get sick and die. You know, all the relationships that I had, they were just crappy relationships. People just wanted to use and abuse me. But he specifically was like, we're going to be next to a hospital you know, anything that helps accumulate your del- your um your health, we're gonna do it. And that made me feel like I was important, you know. He gave a damn about me, you know. 
But even though we don't talk anymore, when I did go to see him last year in 2023, I didn't know it. I didn't realize it. But we were right next to the hospital. <laughs> and we were right next to Walmart. It was like perfect. <laughs> but he should have told me that he was married. He should have told me that he was with a, um, he had a relationship going on. So that's where the falseness came in. But we're not talking about me. Let's move on finally decided to go on that healing soul journey wonderful connect with your tribe to others who are healing get more information get more techniques find the people who've been through it just like you who are ready to heal join the healing souls membership at www.complexityonline.com we're waiting for you support each other's independence learn how to encourage and support the independence of both partners having a disability does not mean losing personal autonomy meaning if they say that they can do it on their own let them do it on their own okay gee whiz they don't need you there to to i can do it i can do it i got it i got it i can do it I can, but i got it for you Got it, got dog it. Let them show you that they got it. Let them be independent. And when they need you, let them need you. Respect each other's abilities, goals, and interests, and work together to find solutions that promote independence. <laughs> this can include assistive technologies, accessible spaces, or other accommodations. Tip number four, seek professional support. Consider seeking the assistance of a professional, such as a counselor, a therapist, or support groups. These resources can provide guidance on navigating specific challenges related to disabilities and relationships. Okay, so me being that I have sickle cell, Okay, they have groups out there for sickle cell couples and how men can help the woman and how the man, you know, they have a, a support group where you could go and get some advice and tips and pointers on how to handle, you know, someone with the disability. And it is very helpful because you don't have to do this by yourself. You don't have to feel as if you're alone in the game. Okay, professional support can offer coping strategies, communication techniques, and a space to address any emotional or relational issues that may arise. Tip number five, celebrate your achievements and milestones. Celebrate the accomplishments and milestones, okay, both big and small. If you have um, a Down syndrome and somebody that can't walk and they take two or three steps, you better recognize, you better, you better celebrate that, recognize and appreciate the resilience and strength within this relationship. Acknowledge the efforts made by both partners to overcome challenges and achieve shared goals. Positive reinforcement can strengthen the bond between partners and create a supportive environment. Now remember, 
Relationships are unique in every which way, okay? What may work for one couple may not work for another. And I say that on just about any and everything that you do in life. Have you saved your seat? We're entering into a new moon phase. And this phase is going to bring us to learning the new moon rituals. Where we're going to find out and try to understand moon rituals, moon phases, how to create our own rituals, the elaborate tools that are used to create our rituals, and we're going to enter into moon manifestations. So if you're ready to enter into this wonderful, mysterious world, then please, RSVP your seat Time is limited, and so are the seeds. So please, visit the website www.miscomplexityllc.com. It is free only for those who sign up. No one else will be able to enter into this elaborate, mysterious world. So if you're ready, be sure to join us. You can find the information in the show notes below. See you there. So here are the five tips to surviving disability in a relationship. One, be open to communication. Two, be adaptable and flexible. Three, support each other's independence. Four, Seek professional support. And five, celebrate achievements and milestones. The key is to approach challenges as a team, whether you are in a disabled relationship or not. Supporting each other's emotional and practical decisions, movements, feelings, everything. By prioritizing communication, adaptability, independence, seeking professional support when needed, and celebrating achievements, couples can navigate the complexities, not complexities, but complexities of disability in a relationship, any relationship, and build a strong foundation for lasting love and partnership. I'm going to take that and use it for just about any relationship. It takes a lot of communication, love, understanding, um, leaning. You have to be able to work with one another, work as a team. And that's how come a lot of, you see a lot of elderly relationships of people who have been married for what 50 60 years and stuff they learned how to do things as a team they learned how to forgive and learn with each other how to handle situations but then again you do see some of them that just stay together just because they don't want other people to think whatever the heck they're thinking and that's crazy i got a divorce on purpose because I felt that I was not loved. I was being used, period, point blank. And then 
it was like, um, right after he divorced me, he got with somebody else and was doing the same thing, you know. So I'm happy that I don't have to deal with that kind of stuff. I'm happy that I no longer have to worry about somebody using me, abusing me, treating me like crap, you know. I deserve way better. And a mom going to be happy. And it's not a show. It's not a show. <laughs> you know, it's the real deal. And um, for everybody that's in a relationship, understand teamwork is the only way to make the relationship work. Stop doing devious stuff as a team. But um, be positive. Lean on each other. Love each other. Communicate with each other. And I think and believe that your relationship will grow stronger, better, and will help you become the best you that you're meant to be. So that being said, this is Miss Complexity, and I will talk to y'all again next week. And there you have it. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode of The Karma of It All where we give advice, guidance, and support to those going through toxic, karmic, and traumatic relationship situations. Of course, I am your host, Miss Complexity, and as always, each one teach one remain true to you. Deuces!